Welcome to the Sweet Life Podcast. Are you ready to start living your life with more passion, purpose, and pleasure? And stay tuned to learn more from your behavioralist expert, dating coach, and relationship guru, Sweet Deans. Good morning, sweet family. Today, I want to dive into a topic that I believe is incredibly necessary right now. And I know that for many of you, it's been a time of low energy and overwhelm as we're cut off from our usual outlets of release and enjoyment. We've deployed several different coping mechanisms that we talked about last week in the addiction episode, and none of them seem to be raising our energetic frequency. So this week, I wanted to talk about how to raise your energetic frequency so that you can create a little more flow in your life and get back the energy that you may feel cut off from. So in order to be as thorough as I can be, I want to approach energy in a holistic way, which means that I have to draw on a lot of articles and studies, as well as my own research, to present you with findings that I believe to be the most powerful. As always, I encourage and support you in doing your own research and discovering what resonates and serves you. I also want to add before we get started that increasing your energy may not be possible some days. I have days where I'm incredibly low energy, and even with all the knowledge, practice, and awareness that I have, I'm still sometimes unable to move it. When that occurs, I gently allow myself to be in a space of low energy. I welcome the low energy as a much-needed break or day of rest. And I think a lot of times we get eager to change things or move them forward that we don't honor the current space that we're in. So remember... Be gentle with yourself and love yourself right where you're at. So let's first start by defining energy and all the forms that we're able to observe it in, and then talk about how to harness it to increase the vibration of our system. I think that the definition of energy that I learned in physics is one that seems to make the most sense to me. So it starts with talking about the law of conservation of energy, which states that energy can't be created or destroyed simply transferred from one form to the next. It goes on to say that energy is a quantitative property that must be transferred to an object in order to perform work or to heat the object. So a simple metaphor for energy that I like to use is thinking about it like electronic currency. It gets transferred from one place to the next and is utilized to purchase things. We use that exact same principle with our energy and we spend it on things that we deem valuable like going to work or on our kids or on house projects. However, no one really talks about what to do to recharge that spent energy. So we feel depleted oftentimes without really knowing how to get it back. Well, that's what I'm going to talk about today. So the different forms of energy that I have observed are physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. I do think there's a lot of overlap between these different types of energy, but I want to separate them out for now and talk about ways to increase each one independently. And the reason I want to do that is so that you can observe them all and figure out which ones are easy and which ones you'd like more practice with. So let's start with physical energy, which I think is probably the most well-studied and the easiest for me to articulate. So we have observed that an object in motion stays in motion and an object in rest stays at rest. This is the law of inertia, and it can be observed in your body, as well as in documented lab experiments with all the controls accounted for. So in order to put more energy into the physical system, you have to get up and begin to move your body. Jump up and down or run around, just do something active that brings motion to your physical being. 
that movement will release chemicals that gives your system energy. I remember being told this when I was really young. I'd be sitting on the couch and say, I'm so tired. And my mom would say, go play outside. And when I got out there, all of a sudden, I wasn't tired anymore. I was moving, I had energy, and I felt happy. I was also doing something else for my energy that I didn't realize until recently. But what I was experiencing was love energy. Studies show that exposure to nature not only makes you feel better emotionally, it contributes to your physical well-being, reducing blood pressure, heart rate, muscle tension, and the production of stress hormones. This direct correlation is one that is seen over and over again. But the one thing that's often not addressed is why this exists. And I believe that at least part of it is tied into this emotional energy recharge that I've experienced all of my life. I know that I have within me a deep emotional connection with nature, and I see beauty everywhere. So when I'm experiencing this appreciation for nature, I'm in fact giving my energy to the nature around me, which in turn leaves space to have energy flow back into me. Almost like the principle of supply and demand. While giving your energy to the things around you, you are effectively creating a demand for it in yourself. And when you're surrounded by the high energetic frequency of nature, it's able to readily pour back into you. If this sounds a little too far out for you, I suggest going on a nature walk outside and finding something that you think is really beautiful. Sit and observe that element for several minutes. Think about how beautiful it is and how much you enjoy it and how grateful you are that it exists. You'll begin to notice a shift in your energy as you do this. This is the flow that I'm talking about. You can use this technique with spiritual energy as well. I think that regardless of religion or belief, that you can feel a spiritual connection with something. Some people achieve this through prayer or meditation, and it can give you the same kind of energy flow as being in nature. When people are in prayer, a lot of times they're giving their energy to a higher power or source, and then receiving energy back from that same source. Mentally, we do this all the time. We give mental energy to things that we feel are valuable to us, but not all of them replenish our energy which results in us feeling exhausted or low energy. Our brains are so powerful. I mean, think about the placebo effect. There are so many medical documents that talk about the phenomenon of cancer disappearing or tumors melting away and people who are on their deathbeds who were just given sugar pills and told that it was a life-saving drug and they just got better. Equally as concerning is the nocebo effect, which is the opposite of placebo. It's what occurs in your brain when you're told that there is no hope or that you're going to die. Your body just begins to give up. So when we're aware of just how powerful our brains are and how much they control, we can start to put awareness on how to shift our thoughts to create a space for more energy. And I think the way to generate more mental energy is to teach. By sharing an insight or a lesson with someone else, you're actually giving positive mental energy to that person thereby creating a space for there to be a flow of energy back and allow people to teach you things and share insights with you to complete that cycle. I get so excited when I talk about energy because it's something that we all feel, but oftentimes don't talk about because there's this mystical element to it. But I think as you can see, there's quite a bit of science behind it. So let's just open up this dialogue. I was reminded recently about the energy that we give and receive from each other. I mean, think about when you really love someone like a partner, a friend, or a family member, 
the feeling that you get is one of positivity and enjoyment. Not to mention all the positive hormones that flood your brain. So you can even try this exercise with someone that you really love. Sit and think about that person and allow yourself to be filled up with positive thoughts and feelings. Then project them towards the other person. And you can almost experience the flow of energy moving through you. That's why I say our friend's only job is to be there for us to love them. Their presence is actually one that brings about more energetic movement in our lives. So try out some of these energetic replenishers today and let me know which one resonated with you the most. I would love to hear from you on Instagram or on my website. Let's all collaborate on raising the vibration of the planet and leveling up our energy together. If you're loving the Sweet Life podcast and you want to start rewiring your brain right away, take this free four-day Rewire Your Brain challenge at sweetdeans.com backslash rewire and click download. I can't wait to talk to you next week, sweet family.